This episode of The Maddie James Show is being brought to you by Bluehost. Bluehost is my host. They are the people who keep MaddieJames.com up and running. So you know how when you start a website, they ask you to find a host and nobody really actually knows what that is. It's like, is that associated with the cloud? Is the cloud the host? Is the host the cloud? Nobody really knows. However, if you are interested in using WordPress, it is the number one recommended web hosting by WordPress.org. So that's a pretty big deal. The other thing I really love about Bluehost is that it's super affordable. So you can actually get hosting for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99. So super affordable if you are interested in starting a blog and don't know what host you should go with. Try Bluehost. That's what I use. So if you're interested in starting a blog and you need a host, try Bluehost. You can sign up for Bluehost over at maddiejames.com slash Bluehost. That's maddiejames.com slash Bluehost. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to the Maddie James Show, episode two. I am super excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things, productivity. That's what it's all about. It's all about balance because when you figure out how to balance, you figure out how to be productive. Anyhow, I want to talk about the number one thing killing your productivity. Doesn't matter what niche, industry, whether you're an employee, entrepreneur, it's not about that. It's about getting things done. I'm going to talk about the number one thing killing your productivity and then the three things you can do do to stay productive. So let's get into it. So as somebody who has been working for myself full-time for the past two years, I've really been paying close attention to those moments and stretches of time when I have been most productive. And then I have also paid close attention and even reflected when I have been not so productive and I started kind of comparing the two, what was I doing different? And I realized what it was and it was something so simple, something so small, but made such a big difference. And the number one reason why we are killing our productivity is because we're making real-time decisions. We're making really small, real-time decisions that could have been made ahead of time and that is actually draining the life out of us, quite literally. It is sucking out the brain power and it is killing us. So things that we should have made decisions for, small things like meals and what we're going to wear, because we decide to do that in real time, instead of deciding what that was before, we're actually taking out energy that could be put towards those really big and intricate and difficult tasks because we decided to make those small decisions in real time. So I want to talk about how to not do that, you know, and there's three things you can do to pretty much minimize your real-time decision-making. But I'm telling you, regardless of what you do, of course, like I said, this is not about your industry or your niche or if you're an entrepreneur or this or that. This is literally, if you plan on being productive in your life, period, okay? So first things first, because we are trying to eliminate very minimal, small, minuscule, really annoying little um, decisions, we are really we really need to plan. So that's the first thing. You got to plan. Planning does not have to be this big elaborate thing. Don't overthink it. Just plan. Make decisions ahead of time. If it's Monday, make your decisions on everything you're going to eat 
and wear on Tuesday, okay? Listen, are you going to wear jeans and your favorite t-shirt from college with your sneakers since it's going to be a more casual day? And what are you going to eat? Are you going to eat oatmeal for breakfast? Are you going to have a turkey sandwich for lunch? Are you going to have shrimp tacos for dinner? Whatever the case is, just do that because planning does take a lot of energy, but this is something that can be done one, two days ahead of time, even a week ahead of a time if you are that in fact, one, if you're that efficient, and then two, if you have to make decisions for other people. So some of you guys listening may be a parent and a spouse like myself. And so for me, when it comes to dinner, I'm not making a dinner decision just for myself. I'm making it for two other people. So kind of just knowing how to do that, you know, a week ahead of time is always super helpful for me because instead of having that dreaded conversation and it happens every 5.30 whenever I don't plan, my husband will call me. It's like clockwork. He'll be like, so what do you want to do for dinner? And that I'm telling you, there is no worse question than that. And and I, I understand that this is such a first world problem, but there's no worse question than that after you've given 100% to your workday, and then you still have to think or make a decision about what's going to be for dinner. So tonight, I already know that I'm making shrimp tacos. The shrimp has already been defrosted. It was frozen. I've already taken it out. It's defrosting now. I know that we're going to have it with a avocado lime sauce kind of slaw. It's going to be great. Super excited to make this because I've known since Saturday that we were going to have this on Tuesday night for dinner. So really excited about that. But planning does take some time. I always tell people like for your little decisions, like if you can go ahead and knock out at least a week's worth, like a work work weeks worth of decision making when it comes to what you're going to wear, when it comes to what you're going to eat, that alone is going to save you so much brain power. So that decision that you would have made, you know, in real time at six o'clock in the morning when you wake up for work. And let me tell you something, don't nobody have time to be trying to make any kind of heavy meal decision at six o'clock in the morning. And like, you're already tired. Like, trust me, even though I'm an early riser, one, I'm not naturally like that. I just get more things done, but I already don't want to be up quite at six o'clock in the morning. So trying to make a small decision, like what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to wear is so dreadful. I want to be able to just kind of be in autopilot. And that's what planning really does help you do. So you make a decision ahead of time and then you already know what to expect expect. What planning does is it sets a clear expectation. And I cannot tell you how much that is going to help you actually get things done because you won't even have to think about it. Now, the second step in being productive, you guys, is now that you've planned, you now have to prep. And they're two very different things, okay? Because planning is really the decision-making and then prepping is the positioning, all right? So planning is the, is the decision-making and prepping is the positioning. So let's say you know tomorrow that you are going to wear your jeans with your favorite college t-shirt. You know that you're going to do oatmeal for breakfast, a turkey sandwich for lunch, and shrimp tacos for dinner. And you know you're going to work out at 3 p.m. before you head home to make dinner, right? So you know you need to work out. Or maybe you're going to work out in the morning. Let's use that example instead. In the morning, when you want to work out, first of all, that's already a huge commitment and kudos to you if in fact that's what you're going to do. But do yourself a favor. Know exactly where your keys are. Know exactly what your workout outfit is. If you're going to take water with you, fill the water bottle up before. Again, that's like five, seven minutes that you're saving because you don't have to do that at 
in the morning, like early in the morning to do that. Again, at six o'clock, child, everything, six o'clock in the morning, everything is harder to do. I don't care how long you've been doing it. You know, again, especially if you have to make decisions for other people, if you have to drop the baby off before you go work out, like just having their outfit picked up out and then your outfit picked out will save you so much energy and brain power that you can save and reserve for the actual hard stuff in your work day. So do things like that, you know, pack your lunch. If you're going to take your lunch, you know what I mean? Make sure you know your keys are. I have a family bulletin board and we have two thumbtacks on that bulletin board and I hang my keys up and Hubs hangs his right next to mine. So we don't have to worry about looking for keys. I mean, with a two-year-old, it's already hard enough to try to do things with a, with a clear mind. So just at least knowing where your keys are gives us a lot of peace of mind. All right. Prep, know exactly what you're wearing. Find it, lay it out. Okay. So you already know where your socks are, your sneakers are to work out. You've got your water bottle. You know where your keys are. Your phone's on the charger. So you don't have to worry about charging in the morning. And then you can be on your way. So what it does is it puts your morning, it puts your day in autopilot. So then you don't have to think about it. And it is much easier to prep when you plan because you can easily position your day when you've already made a decision about it. Okay. Last but not least, you guys, is persevere, right? So you've planned, you've prepped, and now I need you to persevere. So what the, what I mean by this is like once you've done those things, the first, the real first part of your day is going to be simple. But then you guys always hear me say the term, David, your Goliath. What the heck does that mean? Well, it's kind of like my personal motto. I kind of just feel like there's no goal, no obstacle too big that you cannot tackle, no matter no matter how small you may seem or whatnot. But in the in the terms of in terms of productivity, it really does mean conquer that big thing first. Conquer the biggest, hardest task of the day before 12 noon. That task that makes you want to say a four-letter word that you would not say in front of your mom, that's what you want to do. David your Goliath before noon. So first of all, you have the energy to do it, right? So first and foremost, the first part of your day is super simple, right? Because you've already prepped for it the day before. You've made all the small decisions. So your first part of your day is in autopilot. When you get to the office, when you get to your laptop, whatever your work situation may be, go ahead and knock that big thing out first because it makes the rest of your day a cakewalk. So that's why you want to persevere, knock that out. And the reason why I suggest that you do it before noon is because you're going to have so much energy in that first part of your day because you've really used absolutely no brain power. You didn't have to think about what you had to eat. You didn't think about how, what you had to wear. You didn't think to have to think about where your keys were, where your phone was, none of that. All you had to do was go. So if you're already in a go and you're already in a, like in the swing of things, you might as well, that first swing swing of the day, if you're thinking about it in a baseball term, right? If you're going to make your, whatever your first swing is, is usually your most impactful. So swing at the biggest, hardest task of the day. Try to get that done before noon. And I'm telling you the rest of your day is a cakewalk. Rest of your day is easy. You know what I mean? And your biggest task can be anything. Your big task doesn't have to be a long one. It just has to be one that you know is going to take a lot of energy. For some people, that's a phone call. You know, maybe it's a conference call. For some people, it's writing out a sales page for their business, maybe creating a YouTube video for your channel, whatever the case may be. But whatever that big thing is, go ahead and knock it out. Well, hopefully this has helped you guys. I know that being productive is so important to me, especially for somebody who creates their own schedule. I have to be really disciplined and 
focused. And so really identifying what the number one thing was killing my productivity was huge for me. And I hope that it was huge for you here today. If you are interested in getting a recap of this episode, be sure to head over to mattyjames.com slash ep002. That's mattyjames.com slash ep002. I'd really appreciate it. And do me a huge favor. Follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at the Maddie James. That's T-H-E-M-A-T-T-I-E-J-A-M-E-S. I would really, really appreciate it. And of course, head on over to iTunes, subscribe to this podcast, and rate this if you enjoyed it. Give it a, you know, give it a rating if you enjoy it. Let me know and give it a five-star rating if you enjoy this. It does help me become more visible on iTunes, which is certainly what we're trying to do here. This has been so fantastic. I'm, like I said, I'm super excited to be back. I'm rocking, I'm rolling. I got a new, you know, podcast mic. I'm out here. I feel special. I'm feeling productive. I'm out here drinking my water almost at a gallon today. So I hope you're, you know, I hope you're popping too. Cause you know, I don't want to brag, but I'm popping today. So I hope you're popping too. Hopefully I rubbed off on you. I'll talk to you guys in my next podcast. Make sure you slay your day and David, your Goliath. I'll talk to you guys next time on the Maddie James show.